daughters, sisters, and wives. They're gonna change our lives. Big women, big girls. They'll make a better world. Invest in her. Now here's your host, Catherine Gray. Welcome to the Invest in Her podcast series where we're always interviewing fascinating founders and funders. And today we have on both. We have on an incredible founder, Kate Dilligan. She is the creator of Cooler Heads that helps prevent hair loss for cancer patients. Amazing. And we are so fortunate today to have on one of our She Angel investors, Ms. Stacy Feinberg of 33 Capital. Welcome both to the show. Thank you. Hi, Kate and Stacy. So happy to have both of you extraordinary women on the show today. Um, you know, Invest in Her is all about allowing people to understand that women are so underfunded. We get less than 15% of funding less than 2% of venture capital. It's just really sad. And we are out on a mission to change that. And so ladies, we're going to talk about how we can do that and how Kate Dilligan can get funded for her uh, incredible product. You know, I think a lot of people out there, you know, we all know, I think that cancer affects so many millions of people. I think it's 1.7 million in the U.S. alone each year. And Kate, tell us a little bit about your story and how you started to create such an incredible product that didn't exist, which is a a portable machine that helps uh, people and women to be able to not lose their hair when they have the chemotherapy. Yours is a personal story, right? It is. It is. And Catherine, thank you so much for that warm up. Um, I can, I'd like to bring you to future pitches. Uh, in 2016, I was one of those 1.7 million Americans who sat in a medical oncologist's office and was told how serious my diagnosis was and what I was in for. And what I was hoping was going to be a quick surgical fix was actually more than 10 months of chemo, surgery, and radiation followed up by six months of oral chemo. And because it was breast cancer for five to 10 years, I'm now on tamoxifen. So sitting sitting in that medical oncologist's office, at the time I was a tech executive at a company where I was employee number two, I was running a business that was working with the intelligence community. And all of a sudden I was sick and all of that was out the window. And I founded Cooler Heads because at that moment, what I wanted to know was, how do I get through this by still being me? Like, what are, what are the things out there that can help me preserve a sense of agency? And that's what we're doing at Cooler Heads. And so you nailed it exactly, Catherine. With our first product, we're addressing one of the most visceral, terrifying side effects of cancer, which is hair loss from chemotherapy. And my own experience with this is... I found out that there was a therapy that would help me preserve my hair when I was going through eight cycles of chemo over four months, which is just a real hit in the face. And the way cold cap therapy works, just so listeners can understand like why we innovated and and what the differences are, is it's medically induced hypothermia. So you bring the scalp temperature down to 16 degrees Celsius before during and for a few hours following each chemo infusion. Hair cells are fast growing the way cancer cells are and chemo is indiscriminate. It's just gonna blow through and annihilate anything that is fast growing in your body. So cold cap therapy 
stops the hair cells from absorbing the chemo, puts them into stasis essentially. And so that's what preserves the patient's hair. I spent over $8,000 to keep my hair. And the way it was done was literally putting gel packs that were cooled and dry ice on and off my head every 20 to 30 minutes. You know, I'm a Stanford MBA, I was working in tech and it just, it blew me away that like, this is how rudimentary this therapy is. And that's yeah. why I became convinced that there had to be something better. Right. And uh, obviously you've pitched this a few times. <laughs> um, I, I think there's nothing like a personal story about why someone created something. Although I'm just blown away because I would think, wow, if I was in the position, how, where would I begin? I, I don't even know how you did. I mean, I know you have uh, degrees from Smith and Stanford, which is very impressive. So you're obviously very smart. Um, but, you know, you were a, a political strategist. And I'm thinking, you know, you, you saw this issue, but how did you, you know, figure out how to create this product? And I know that they have these machines in centers that are FDA approved and super expensive and not, you know, very um, practical because you have to go to the center. And what you've done is revolutionize it by making it portable and affordable, which is incredible. So I can see, Stacy, why, uh, you know, Kate's product is one of our seven finalists from our She Angels uh, project. And as a She Angel investor, why you, among the other investors, are interested in this. So let's talk a little bit about that. What what captured your interest in this product, which, you know, it, it it's kind of obvious, but, you know, from an investor point of view, I would love to hear what you have to say. Sure. Well, thank you for having me on. It's always a pleasure, Catherine. Can't say no to you. Um, <laughs> Okay, I met Kate, I saw Kate one year ago this month at the Women Venture Summit in San Diego that Dr. Sylvia Ma holds. I went down there to be on a panel. That's another reason why I love doing panels and I love going outside of my comfort zone because I would never have met Kate. And I always say when I do something, if, I, if, there's, if there's one person I meet, if there's one product that I discover, then it was absolutely worth going. And for that summit, it was, well, actually it was two. It was to meet uh, Kate and also to meet meet Crystal, uh, who turned ended up being her lead investor. And I invested in Crystal's fund so that I could be a part of Kate's fund. But back to Kate. There's two different things that really strike me. One, she is a fabulous CEO. She is a fabulous leader. I believe that if anyone is going to get this product finished and out to market and a success, it's going to be Kate. So when you're in the early stages of something, the problem is important. The total addressable market is important, but perhaps most important is the person that's running the show. Because there's a lot of great products that are never gonna be see the light of day because they're not being spearheaded by the right person. And Kate is that right person. Thing number two, she's democratizing something. Who doesn't love that? She's taking something that was only available to the very wealthy. And by the way, this isn't just for women. A large percentage of men, I think it's something like 60% of men are the ones who use, maybe even more, who use the very expensive Pactman Dignitana machines because to them, hair is power and they're afraid they're going to uh, look weak and lose their jobs, et cetera, et cetera. So there's, it's a very big market. But when you all of a sudden get hit and struck with the diagnosis of cancer, first of all, you've lost all control. And probably your finances are going to now be, you know, turned upside down. So... 
who has the eight to $10,000 that it costs to use the big machines? Number two, the infusion centers are not encouraging to use, use, to use those machines. Let me explain why. You have to be on that cold cap for one hour before your chemo and one hour after. The average person says, oh, an extra two hours. Yeah, but put three hours of chemo in between that. Now you've got a five hour day and, two, and a, you know, a good chunk of that is just sitting with the cold cap. And oh, by the way, dirty little secret, the infusion center can't charge insurance for those two hours while you're sitting on the machine. They don't get paid. Do you think they really want, I mean, I hate to sound cynical, but I don't think they really want you using up that chair for an extra two hours where there's no code that they can uh, you know, uh, get paid back from insurance uh, from. So what she's basically done is said, I'm going to make this for the, you're going to be able to have this for the cheapest wig possible, which is $800. You're going to rent it. You don't have to use this huge, unbelievable machine. And by the way, you can put it on when you're at home. You can wear it in the car on the way over. You can leave when you're done and desperate to leave because when that three hours up, you want out but you can keep it on and wear it for another hour while you're on your way home. And some people have to drive hours to get to an infusion center. And I believe the latest model even has a battery uh, up, um, where you can plug it into your car battery, which is quite extraordinary. And that's something that really matters to a lot of people who live in rural areas. So who doesn't want something that gives these cancer patients the ability to have something that was previously only available to the very wealthy, that's discouraged by the very centers that they're going to, at a very affordable price, and that gives them a semblance of control when basically their life is spinning out of control. Who doesn't so, want that? You know, Stacy, I know you belong to some angel investor groups that really purport women becoming investors. And that's really what our platform is about, that there's plenty of founders, but there's not enough female funders. And I love that you're carrying the torch in that arena. You and, and several of the other women that are she angels, that are creating groups to actually educate women on that. We, we say, instead of going to a book club, go to an investment club uh, for women and learn how to invest in other women. For one reason, it's so exciting because look at the type of products and inventions women are coming up with that are just game-changing, like this one that Kate is bringing to the table. Absolutely game-changing. Uh, the second is you can actually make money on it, as Stacy will attest to. Uh, and then I remember in an interview, you had said, even if it's a, a loss, you can write it off, uh, which is no different than being a philanthropist, right? Um, so, you know, with our She Angels project, uh, we're creating the TV series and Pitch Fest and also a foundation because we think it's important to also give back on the nonprofit side. So we have our SheAngelsFoundation.org that invests in uh, women-founded uh, nonprofits that are helping women entrepreneurs. And then we have our other side, which is to, you know, find investors like Stacy for uh, entrepreneurs like you, Kate. And so uh, very excited to have you both on today so that someone at home might be listening and saying, you know, I have a great invention. I want to bring it to market. Uh, how do I do that? And so, Kate, what was the first thing that you did when you said, oh, my God, I'm gonna, I have this amazing product, uh, you know, you had never pitched before. How did you know where and when to begin and how to put together a pitch and who to contact? Like somebody starting from oh God, zero, like what is your advice? Uh, my advice is talk to everybody that you know. 
um, I found, I did the initial work about the feasibility and verifying the economics of our product by talking to a bunch of people that I went to grad school with and asking them, who knows anything about bond devices? Who can I talk to about this? Who can walk me through how we would actually do this? And then, you know, with Twitter and with social, there's so many great resources out there for founders, but I feel really lucky that you still, uh, Stacy mentioned uh, Dr. Sylvia Ma. She and her partners run Ad Astra in San Diego, and I was fortunate enough to be um, in their second cohort. And so just reaching out to the community, understanding who's out there, who is supporting young companies, what are the accelerators out there? And the thing that I would especially encourage women is you're gonna get a lot of no's. And it has to be water off a duck's back. It can't be personal. Like when I started this, you know, it's my baby, it was my idea. And I thought, who doesn't wanna help cancer patients? Like who doesn't wanna do this? But trust me, I've heard hundreds of reasons no. And you have to really take the feedback from people who are subject matter experts and think, are there things that I can use that they said to improve my pitch? Like, did they bring up a fair point? Is there something else that I need to address? And then redo it and go back out there. And it really, it's pressure testing. It's, you know, right. they talk in software about A-B testing or in consumer markets, A-B testing. And that's essentially what you're doing with your product and your company. And women have to pitch over twice the number of investors and accelerators that men do. And if you go into that with that mindset and you get a note, you're like, check, okay, one yes, one closer to a yes. I love that philosophy. I've always looked at it that way. And also too, I find even in my own journey that I try to look at it like a treasure hunt, like, oh, okay, it wasn't behind that door. Let me go check this stone over here. Great like, analogy. You know, Great instead analogy. of looking at it like a hassle, looking at it like, oh, this is a fun game to uncover. And, you know, as you, you know, make that new connection that really does make a difference, it's like, oh, wow, you know. Also too, um, you know, I, I, I gather you looked at, uh, there's so many different ways to get funding, uh, you know, pitch fest, obviously, venture capital, uh, angel groups, uh, individual angel investors, uh, but people don't know where to begin, but they begin by looking for these groups and these opportunities. But when they find a pitch fest or uh, angel investors to pitch, they do have to have some, you know, substantive pitch deck to show them Stacy, what do you think is important to be in that pitch deck? Like, where does somebody begin? What did you like about Kate's pitch deck? What I liked about, well, first of all, I just love the person who was pitching the deck. So Kate came out of the gate and wowed me. She got my attention from the get-go. Uh, if I was tired from a three-hour drive to San Diego, I wasn't tired anymore once she got up there and started <laughs> telling me about this product that I said, oh my God, I have to make this product become a reality or, or die trying. So um, one thing I just, if you, if you indulge me, um, one of the things that's in my thesis that I teach to a lot of women, by the way, is for some women, reason, women are very comfortable with nonprofits and that's fine, that's wonderful. We love C3s, we love not-for-profits, but for-profit is not a dirty word. And women shouldn't be afraid to make a profit and women shouldn't be embarrassed. And sometimes I'll say to women, great, take all that money that you make from the for-profit uh, and then, Give it to the nonprofits. Keep the, keep the money flowing. But there's nothing wrong with writing a check to Memorial Sloan Kettering, but also writing a check to Cooler Heads. So I just want to say that first and foremost. The money that you write to Memorial Sloan Kettering, you don't know where it goes. The money you give to Cooler Heads, you do know where it goes. Um, 
I'm and, just, you make, yeah. and you can make money from your investment. Which and it might be a 20X, but more yeah. important, so much more important, you could say that you were a part of something that changed the world, that made a world a better place. That's mm -hmm. called social impact investing. That's what I'm all about. So now back to Kate. So she wowed me out of the gate. First thing that she did, which I loved, was she shared the problem. Then she showed the enormity of the problem. Then she showed the solution that only she had. She showed that there was, an, there was a solution, but why her solution was so much better, so much more affordable, and why it really was going to put the other solution, you know, uh, make it obsolete. Then during this whole time, she showed us, me that she was the person that would do this. So like I always say, it's the problem, it's the TAM, that's total addressable market, and then it's the person that's going to be managing the whole process. So she had it all. She also had a prototype with her. It's had lots of different iterations, but I love the fact that she had this little portable. It looked like she was going to catch a flight and it looked like a wheelie bag, a, a 19 inch bag that you'd put in your overhead. And that's the product. And she had a mock of the, of the cold cap that is custom fit to your head, which is also completely different from what you get at the uh, infusion centers. They give a one size fits all like, you know, you're going bike riding and you're renting a bike and they hand you a helmet. This is custom fit. So as you can only imagine, it raises the e efficacy of the product exponentially because it's custom fit to your head. Um, I could see it. I could, I could see it so clearly. I could see that product being utilized by my friends. I could, I could someday, God forbid, but if it happens to me, and it certainly could, I could see myself using this product. So um, I, she didn't have a lot of peripheral things that made my mind wander. She was very succinct and she just kind of hit me with the facts, which is what I love. And I felt total confidence in her, which I love because confidence brings confidence. Right. And, you know, I also noticed that you um, put into your presentation, you, you know, what, how big this market is. I mean, uh, even, I think you project it like if 300,000 people a year used it, that this is a billion dollar market almost. Um, and, and so, there's a huge need. I, I can imagine people are listening that are saying, oh my gosh, either I wish I knew about this or I have a friend going through this that I'm going to tell about. Um, I love that it's affordable. I believe you priced it at about $800. I mean, that that's incredible. It, it, affordable, portable, and all of the above that it works. Um, you know, it, it really is true that women are creating inventions that'll help uh, change the world in significant ways. I'm sure when you came up with this, as most inventors, you probably couldn't believe that it didn't exist. You know, isn't it always like, are you kidding me? Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, when I went through chemo in 2016, 2017, you know, I'm here in San Diego, which is one of the tech hubs, you know, bio and certainly a life science hub. And none of the medical devices that Stacy described were available. So I was left with these, like, literally these crappy gel packs that I was putting on and off my head. And, you know, one of the interesting things about the market that we're addressing, because we're really going after cancer patient survivor quality of life management, nobody's heard of this. So to your point, Catherine, about you can't believe that this doesn't exist, I would pitch people. And I think even Stacy, like, you've never heard of this before. Crystal had never heard of it before. They were like, wait, you don't have to lose your hair from chemo? And... Crystal, Stacy, most of my investors are incredibly sophisticated. And they're like, yeah. this is an option? And you it's know, it reminds oh. me of when I tell people that <laughs> women get less than 
two percent of when I tell women uh, people that women get less than two percent of venture capital, that men get ninety eight percent, and they're like, "What?" Like that it's not common knowledge. All of these things is really sometimes baffling, but uh, I'm glad we're bringing this to people's awareness and and people like yourself that have these incredible products, so that uh, that they're aware that this underfunding really does affect the the planet, and so. This is just such an incredible breakthrough. Um, if people wanted to learn more about the product, you have a website, coolerheads.com, correct? Correct. And they can also reach out to me directly, Kate, at coolerheads.com. One of the things that, that is, you know, both exciting and heartbreaking about this product is, you know, as I've been talking about on LinkedIn and showing people more that we have our beta systems and we're going to be submitting our 510K to the FDA in December, I get a lot of people reaching out to me with saying, you know, my family member, my friend, my neighbor, my colleague, can I, can I just get one? And unfortunately, we're not going to have them available until next year. But um, we have a lot of information up on our website about information for cancer patients um, to help educate them about what their treatment options are and best practices for side effect management. So we're trying to be a resource even before launch. You know, and this is to Stacy's point, is that uh, women can become angel investors so easily. Um, I think we don't do what we don't know, but because there are more and more angel groups out there, like the one uh, that we feature in our program, uh, OSEA, uh, Zandra Luxowski's uh, program up in, uh, Orange County that she's wanting to spread around the country. Uh, these can be, you know, created anywhere in the country. Uh, and, and, and people can go and learn how to be an angel investor. And like you said, Stacey, it's so exciting to wake up and, you know, get these pitch decks of incredible products like Kate's, I mean, and say, wow, I could be a part of that. This could be my legacy. You don't even have to invent the product. Your legacy can be getting behind someone like Kate and, and, and putting some money into something on the ground floor before it even hits the market. And what better legacy could that be than to be a part of that? Not to mention that it's a profitable endeavor, likely. And, uh, you know, uh, what gets better than that? Using your, your hard-earned money to invest in another woman, to create an incredible product that helps impact the world uh, and, you know, uh, has a lucrative outcome as well that you can then put back into another woman or a philanthropy, as Stacey had mentioned. So um, thank you both so much for being on the show. Um, they can find you at Cooler Heads on social media? Yes and Stacey Feinberg as well. And uh, we just really appreciate you sharing your stories today. I think there's a lot of women out there that do have ideas and inventions and they don't know where to begin. So it's so great to hear your actual story. And we can't wait to follow this and see it on the market and see it helping so many women keep their dignity by keeping their hair. I mean, it's one of the biggest things that impacts people who are having chemotherapy. What an incredible gift you're giving to the world. Can't wait to see it hit the market next year. Hope we have some listeners that want to visit you uh, at coolerheads.com, possibly become an investor. Uh, what a super incredible opportunity. And we're so happy to share your story today. Thank you both for being on. Remember to invest in her and make it a great week. Find us on social media at She Angels. Take care. Make it a great week.
Our theme music was created and produced by Lindsay Tomasic.